Hello and welcome to Imagine America Radio, a service of the Imagine America Foundation and Imagine America Publishing Company. My name is Bob Martin. I'm the president and CEO of Imagine America Foundation. In the last 20 years, Imagine America has provided scholarship support and tuition assistance to students attending career colleges all across this country. The purpose of this podcast is to promote technical and career education and to inform the public of career opportunities that are not just in high demand, but essential to the American workforce. We hope you will enjoy today's podcast. This episode of Imagine America Radio is sponsored by Ambassador Education Solutions, your school's go-to partner for simple, effective, and affordable course materials. Ambassador helps schools get print and digital resources into students' hands quickly and easily. As more schools turn to inclusive access during these uncertain times, Ambassador automates the process for students, enables easy opt-in for publisher direct content, and helps schools comply with U.S. Department of Education requirements. Coming this June, Ambassador is launching its Next Generation Course Materials platform. Go to ambassadored.com for more information. Thank you, Ambassador. Joining us today on Imagine America Radio is Mike Ambrose, Director of Admissions at Advanced Technology Institute, or ATI, located in Virginia Beach, Virginia. ATI has been educating tomorrow's workforce since 1993 and is accredited by the Association of Career Schools and Colleges, or ACCSC. Advanced Technology Institute trains its students to enter the workforce in automotive, diesel and heavy equipment, HVAC, welding, and commercial driving. We hope you've enjoyed our discussion with Mike Ambrose discussing diesel technician careers. Joining us today on this edition of Imagine America Radio is Mr. Mike Ambrose of ATI in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Today's topic of Imagine America Radio, diesel technician careers. As a leading provider of diesel technician training, we are very pleased to have as our guest, Mike Ambrose, and to be showcasing ATI. First of all, Mike, maybe maybe call you Mike. Absolutely, please. We want to thank you for joining us. We're looking forward to, to uh, today's discussion. Let's start the discussion by you informing our audience and outlining for that, for that group what exactly is a diesel technician and what's their daily routine? What's it like? Well, thanks for having me, Lee and Bob. I appreciate that first. And, uh, you know, the, the heavy vehicle and diesel technician um, does a variety of work. You know, they obviously work on diesel engines. Uh, however, you know, we prepare students to work on things that we don't think about all the time of hydraulics, uh, transport refrigeration systems, uh, electronic components found in, you know, today's complex vehicles. Um, this could include mobile equipment, construction equipment, agricultural equipment, trucks, buses, ships, trains, uh, Another thing that we don't think about, and I think it's the world's best kept secret, is standby power generators. Uh, you know, our program gives students a leg up to use, I guess, as a, maybe as a springboard to get into standby generators for places like CAT or Kohler, Cummins. Um, you know, unfortunately, because of what's going on with the pandemic right now, you know, we, we see hospitals and and think about uh, just the COVID patients. However, you know, these places, they can't be without power. 
nursing homes, police stations, fire departments, and they're generally run by a diesel engine or natural gas. And uh, there's a lot of opportunity there. You know, I like to say that if it moves or moves anything, then we probably help you fix it. And it's probably powered by a diesel engine. Oh, that's really cool, Mike. And uh, I appreciate you telling us more about what a diesel technician does and the different types of machines they may be working on. So I'm talking to Mike Ambrose, Director of Admissions of Advanced Technology Institute in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Um, so tell me something, what does the career outlook look like for diesel technicians, maybe on a national level? Uh, what does uh, the national average that a diesel technician uh, can expect to make in a year? That's a good question. Um, you know, the Bureau of Labor Statistics says that the outlook is, it has a projected growth from 2018 to 2028, a growth of about 5%, uh, and estimated jobs of almost 300,000. Um, so it's growing at a good rate, and the median national average for a diesel service technician is uh, $47,350. So you know, I, I look at it like this as students can come into a program like ours and in 15 months uh, graduate and have an opportunity to get employed because there is an abundance of jobs and, and a good earning wage. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I, th I think it's great. Um, you know, like you said, a student can come into a situation like what you guys have there and, and be done in 15 months and enter the workforce um, at a pretty well-paying uh, career. So tell me something with, uh, with, Diesel technicians being in such high demand, it seems like something worth getting an education in. So I have uh, sort of a two-parted question for you. Number one, should someone go to school to learn how to become a diesel technician? And number two, how long is a typical diesel technician program? Okay, yep, good question. Well, as I stated, our program is 15 months. Uh, students go to class four days a week. And we, we actually are a college that offers an opportunity to not only get their specialized diploma in heavy vehicle diesel, but that you can get your associate of occupational science degree if you choose to do that. And a lot of companies like to have that degree to move up into management. So, and, and that's just another three months for that. And as far as your question of, is it something worth getting an education? Yes, because it, you know, I just shared with you the job outlook and uh, the median Bureau of Labor Statistics average salary. But with these vehicles today, you know, they're very complex and computerized systems. Uh, we see the new uh, increase of clean diesel technology. And so getting an education is a, is a worthy investment. Uh, the industry needs a new generation with the skill set to make a difference day one when they hit the job. So, you know, you need to have that training um, that just can't be found back in the old days of 30, 40, 50 years ago that you'd learn, you know, on a family farm. Uh, they're just completely different. They're rolling computers now. And, uh, you know, we've got the equipment so that students can get the hands-on knowledge, but also have the tech savvy to go out and make that difference day one. Glad you mentioned that. I think there's a misconception about not just diesel technicians, but also automotive technicians that uh, 
that the, you know, the misconception of the old, the guy who's turning the wrenches and, uh, you know, it, it is exactly like what you said, where cars are essentially, you know, rolling computers, cars and trucks, mm-hmm. uh, and they need somebody who knows how to both work the technical side of it, but also uh, the mechanical side of it as well. So, yeah, yeah know. Lee, and, and, you know, I'd like to just kind of piggyback what you're saying there, because a lot of people think about the cars today with like lane assistance and backup yeah. and all that stuff. Well, you know, that started in tractor trailer trucks before it did you know, the, the personal. Oh, good point. Um, we had this technology before them. They've taken this technology and now put it into passenger vehicles. So huh. uh, that's why we need the person that has the tech savvy that can work on multiple types of equipment, but also have a real world shop where you can work with your hands also. That's really cool. I didn't know that about um, how that sort of, you know, started and evolved from uh, the trucking industry, but I guess it makes sense. I mean, you know, everybody, everybody driving down uh, 95 to come to your school is worried about the uh, the trucks on the road, right? I mean, absolutely. Yeah, that makes total sense. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Okay, so now uh, this strikes me as a, you know, I'm glad you mentioned those things. Um, now let's let's pretend now that I'm a student, and uh, maybe I'm in high school or I'm an adult student thinking about, uh, you know, changing my career. What are three or four things that I should be looking for in a school that offers diesel technology? Now, that could be I know, either your school, uh, hopefully your school, or any other school uh, across the country. Um, is it accreditation that maybe I'm looking for? Is it the tools that are used in the shop that I should be looking at? Um, is it the relationship with, that the school has with employers? Um, what are a few things that I should be looking for in a school that offers diesel tech if I'm interested in becoming a diesel technician? Well, actually, you just uh, you hit the nail on the head with a few of those. Um, you do want to look at accreditation, obviously. Um, certainly, I'm a firm believer that any education's better than no education. Um, however, there are differences, uh, in, and you want to make sure that you're looking at it an accredited college or university or technical school. Uh, You wanna certainly see what industry relations are built. Um, Some schools like ours, we have have a a very strong relationship with um, Freightliner Detroit Diesel and Western Star, and that's because of a sponsorship relationship program we have with XL Truck Group, which is a big group out of Virginia, North Carolina, and South Carolina where our students can gain valuable credentials with Freightliner, Western Star, and Detroit Diesel while they're in school. But along with that, there's other certifications that that they can gain. And that's what students wanna look at is, is what additional credentials can they get while they're in school that helps them stand out from somebody that, you know, competing in a job for them. And that's why we have multiple, um, multiple different credentials that are available to students. Uh, that's crucially important. You also want to look at, you know, are you working on not just one type of uh, engine in, in the diesel industry? You know, are you working with uh, a lot of different manufacturers, which we are, we're giving students experience with Navistar, Detroit, CAT, Cummins, John Deere, um, experience with all those. And we want to have a diverse education. 
where you're not just, you know, a lot of schools that teach diesel teach it one specific way for over the road trucking, for instance. The thing that I love about our program, because we understand that most of our students coming in here are going to be coming out of high school. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news for them, but they're going to have to work for 40 or 45 years. Uh, so we want them to have the diversity and flexibility to move throughout industries. That's why we don't separate ag from industrial, over-the-road trucking, and marine. We incorporate it all together. So you can gain that diverse knowledge of hydraulics and transport refrigeration systems, et cetera. So those are, those are questions that they want to ask. And then my belief is the biggest thing is every school has books and tools and uniforms. They've got training aids. They, they have those things. You want to find out about the instructors. The instructors are the key. All the knowledge and, and time that they have spent in the industry. Are they full-time instructors? What is, what's their tenure at the, at the college? And what is their experience? And how, how available are they to the student population? It's just really important. And I can tell you that ours are, are phenomenal. We are a small school. Uh, you know, we don't have two, three, four, five, ten thousand 10,000 students at, at ATI. So our instructors are here. Uh, we keep our class sizes small, 20 students or less, but they build a relationship with that instructor and instructors are here to help them additional time if need be. They will actually have students stay late or come in early. We have, a fr we have a free tutoring available on Fridays to students. As long as they have it okayed with their instructor, they can come in and get one-on-one -on -one instruction with them. And I think that's invaluable. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, obviously one-on-one -on -one time with an instructor uh, would, would be worth a lot. So what I hear you saying is that the accreditation of the, the uh, accrediting group that the school is associated with is that's important to make sure that they're accredited. Yes. Number two, you know, obviously relationships with employers because they want to be able to make sure that, you know, you can get a job after graduating, uh, you know, school. Um, number three, you know, equipment is important, but maybe what's more important is the instructors uh, in each of those classrooms and how they deal with the students and, and what their work experience looks like and how they kind of handle themselves in the classroom as being really important uh, when looking at a school. So moving on, I just pretended that I am a student who is interested in diesel technology. Now, uh, this is one, my last question before turning things over to Bob. Okay. Let's pretend now that I work in a high school because as I'm sure that you are aware, uh, you know, maybe uh, you get a certain percentage of students that come from a high school or, or a workforce board or a VA office uh, that may be in contact with people who are looking for direction. You know, what are three or four personality traits that make a great diesel technician that may help identify people who would make a great fit for this career choice? I, I would say first, you know, we always have students that say they're a hands-on learner, um, and that's wonderful. Uh, because a lot of this is hands-on, but I guess hands-on, but also has a mechanical aptitude and some tech savvy. Uh, somebody that's realistic, someone that's sensible, and you know, probably somebody that, that can work alone or in a group. 
um, that has that personality that can work in both situations. We're talking to Mike Ambrose with ATI, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Today's topic on Imagine America Radio, diesel technician careers. Um, Mike, here's my here are my takeaways from, from today's conversation with you, but which by the way was was excellent. We really enjoyed it. The first takeaway that I that I have is that diesel technician careers are in extremely high demand right now with jobs really available for qualified students nationwide and in the Virginia area. And I think you mentioned uh, a figure within the next 10 years of 300,000 jobs and a median salary of technicians of $47,350. Not too bad, not too shabby. My second takeaway is ATI is a nationally accredited school providing education and training to students right now. To apply to their jobs and interested students should go to the ATI website for further additional information. My third takeaway is listening to you, diesel technician career are essential. Using the jargon of today's, of today's vernacular COVID, diesel technicians are absolutely critical and essential in every facet of our community. Finally, anyone that wants to get more information about ATI, diesel careers, and how they can how they can get started, that's in our audience, guidance counselors, parents, teachers, whatever it may be, um, are really going to be urged to contact uh, ATI directly, Virginia Beach. But what I'd like to do is, is call upon you, if you wouldn't mind, Mike, to give us all your contact information. So if they want to, they could call or email you directly. Absolutely. Yeah, we would love them to, uh, you know, certainly check out our website, our website is auto.edu, uh, and we've got an 800 number, which is 800-468-1093. Anyone that's listening, instructor, guidance counselor, parent, student, you're welcome to email me personally, um, and I will make you this promise that I will contact you back within 24 hours. Uh, I'm a stickler on it, as I know that if your question it's important to you. I know that whenever I contact somebody, uh, it's an important question I have to ask someone. So I want to get back to you. And it's simply, it's M Ambrose. So M-A-M-B-R-O-S-E at auto.edu. Uh, and again, please check out our website. One of the things, Bob, that I really like that you brought up there is the essential employees. Uh, and it certainly has shown in the diesel industry how essential uh, diesel technicians are because we've got to keep the goods moving. You know, we've got to keep um, the the personal protective equipment flowing by train or ship trucks um, and getting it to the frontline workers and, and the food to the grocery stores and having the uh, transport refrigeration units keep the food cold and et cetera. So I'm, I'm very happy that you brought that up. Well, I can't think of a single thing that, that they're talking about in the national news, whether it's moving the, the masks that are so essential to hospitals, whether it's making sure that we're building enough and transporting enough of the, of, of the equipment to the, the, the ventilators, or whether it's, and what struck home with me was your particular conversation about hospitals falling back on diesel um, technology in order to power it. What are you going to do if if, you, if a hospital doesn't have the power? You're out of luck. You're completely out of luck. So I want to thank today's guest, Mike Ambrose. It's really compelling conversation with ATI Virginia Beach. We also want to thank our podcast audience, which is taking time 
out of their very, very busy and hectic schedules to listen to today's episode of Imagine America Radio. On behalf of my colleague, Lee Doubleday, and myself, please be safe, and we'll be talking to you all again very soon. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Imagine America Radio. We hope you found it informative. For more information about future episodes and the Imagine America Foundation, you can go to our website, imagine-america.org forward slash podcast to subscribe to future podcasts and to get information on the many programs offered by the Imagine America Foundation and Imagine America Publishing. Please subscribe today so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. For now, thank you very much for joining us and best wishes.